Welcome. So, today I wanted to talk about um, the future. The future. Of which, you know, we all want to divulge and we want to live and we want to become part of. And, you know, we want to make history by being a part of the future. Um, and yet, there are certain angles of it that we refuse to look at. Writing and history and recording of what's going on around us is one of those places that I think is most important. I encourage everyone, not because I myself write everything down, but you know, I encourage people because in the long run, it is what is written down and in our new technological age, what is spoken, even, that will be remembered and looked back on as a, as a gauge to where we were as a culture. And that is more important in terms of our evolution than what the next fad is. We can pour everything into the future going forward, but in doing so, are we forgetting the past? And are we forgetting the moments now, the most important moments of now, that are creating that future? So if we're a society that is running from the past, which is very evident in our addictions and our need for more, and we're also a society that is taking that addiction into the future by pouring everything into what could be, where does that leave our now? And our now, what I want to really mark upon everyone's mind is that our now is the most important factor in all of this. If in 10 years from now we are a desolate society, how are we going to look back and understand where we went wrong if we were unable at the time to be aware of what was happening in our present? That's why I think that documenting and writing everything down is so important. If we look at history and we look at you know time periods, society as a whole, um, during the actual experience of that event of that of that decade or whatever it is, people are not very aware of what is actually happening because they're focused on what the predominant is telling them, what the majority, what the control, the culture is telling them is happening. It isn't until decades later when we look back that we discover and we finally take time to say what was the tone, what was the effect, what was the theme of what people were going through. It isn't the major headlines that people are focused on. It is what the writers sounded like. It is what the media producers, the artists sounded like. What did the journals of the people that wrote, what did that sound like? That's where we find the truth, and that's how we gauge how what, what um, theme, what um, period someone was in. While we were in the Victorian era, we weren't saying we were in the Victorian era. It was looking back on the dress and the garb and the, the style and the, the dictation that we said, okay, now we know this is how this society was let's group this together this was the victorian era and there was a an end to that 
But while it was happening, people weren't saying, we're in the Victorian era. But as a scientist for evolution, what I am focused on is how can we learn in the now? What could we benefit from by knowing, okay, this is the period that we're in right now. We are in this period of time that is saying, you know, here is what all the themes sound like. You know, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, um, I'm going to give an exact example here. Yes, right now, the headline is coronavirus. But what are people feeling? What are people producing? What are people's relationships looking like? What What is the predominant? I think that we could probably look at this as, um, you know, not to piggyback off of what's already been said and already been given to us, but we could obviously very, very well look at this as the individual's revolution, right? Not the individual, not the collective's revolution, but the individual's revolution because we've all been in a state of having to fight for ourselves. In 50 years from now, we're not going to be looking at this as, sure, we'll have in our history books, uh, you know, unless, you know, the smart of us which is all of us, can get to it first. You know, we won't be looking at history books, hopefully, that say the coronavirus period. Um, but let's say, for example, you know, in 50 years from now, we're looking back on this. Yes, the headlines are saying coronavirus, coronavirus, but what are the people saying? The people are talking about their, their individual experiences through this, which is very individual. So this is the individual revolution. Now, what can we gain from knowing what revolution we're in while we're in it, which is not something that has happened before, but we have access to now? What could we gain from knowing what revolution we're in now? We gain the ability to know what steps to move forward so that this period doesn't become a period, but it becomes our history. So that it does not become a matter of you know, we went through this individual period and then it ended and now we're in this other period, but we were in this individual period that we understood and we learned from immediately so that we were able to grow and evolve as people. We're not evolving as people through periods, as history would have you believe, because that's how history has been, you know, dictated to us until now. We are you know, as a whole, periods actually mark failure, which is not a bad thing, but periods mark failure. It marks that we were one thing and then we figured out that that thing didn't work, so we ended that. But how do we create a period that does not end? And so what I encourage people to do is to realize that within your, whatever it is that you're going through, and I say this quite often, what the headlines say, what social media is saying, don't listen to that. Listen to the in-between. Listen to the outskirts. What, are, what is happening around that? 
you could say that we're in this period of um, demolition almost, disaster, because things left and right are falling apart. But in 60 years from now, when our species has evolved and moved forward because it has to, and that is what's going to happen unless we somehow are wiped off the face of the universe, that's what's going to happen. So that is going to occur, right? We're going to look back in 60 years. Instead of looking at the predominant, what the majority is saying, learn to look at what's happening underneath. There is a revolution happening that you don't even realize is happening, but it is happening. And in 60 years, we're going to look back and say, oh, this was the individual's revolution. But take part in that revolution now by realizing that it is happening. But where is it happening? Not in the headlines. It's happening behind the headlines. The headlines are coronavirus. What's happening behind that is the individual saying, because of coronavirus, I learned to make my own food. I learned to make my own clothes. I learned to deal with people at a local distance so I understood you know, their health and where they were coming from and if they had the coronavirus. So yes, the predominant theme is the coronavirus, but it is our evolution through that, what we had to do, what we had to change, what we had to become. That is going to be the lasting thing, and it will define our period. And so we have the opportunity now in the age of Aquarius to take that evolution, to take those periods and say it is no longer a period, it is our ever-evolving culture. But we have to start looking. If, let me put it this way, if there's not a revolution happening, then what is happening? To say that people are not, you know, revolutionizing their own lives is to say that they're just laying down dead. Now, how many of you are comfortable saying that during the coronavirus you laid down dead? Most of you will say no. That is where the evolution is occurring. That is where the period is producing its label. Our resilience, our ability to find a new way that is not being talked about in the news it's not being talked about in the social circles. That is where 50 years from now we will look back and we have the option to not look back. We have the, op you know, we have the opportunity to be part of it still. Or we could look back and say, this is where we revolutionized ourselves and then eventually we gave up and a new period was born. The media, the majority are controlling every period of our lives. And I promise you, in 10 years from now, there will be an end to this coronavirus and a new period will begin. That is its way of keeping us locked in so that our revolutions within ourselves, that our, um, you know, our revolts go for only a certain period of time within that expression of p the period we're in, right? And then when they're ready for it to be over, it ends and then so ends our revolution. But if we're aware of that revolution now, then it never ends. If we're aware of what it is that we're experiencing right now, then we can continue that. There should never have been an age of enlightenment because enlightenment was always ours to have. There should not have been an age of you know, the Renaissance, because art was always ours to have. But what marked that? What marked it was during it, while it was happening, you had, 
like let's take the Renaissance, you had bubonic plague that were the main affects of what was happening, right? And when that was over, then there was a seal that was marked. Okay, we're done here. So the revolution that was happening within people is over. There's no need for it any longer. So now we're moving on to another period. Periods are not um, reminiscent of completion or success. They are reminiscent of much like our in our own lives when we go through you know the nerdy phase the gothic phase the popular phase the you know the teen phase the whatever phase as we're going through those it's the same exact thing but what if it was one whole what if it just never ended if we just continued to revolutionize and flowed like a river that is what uh, is being said here Find the in-between. Stop listening to the news. Stop listening to the media. Start listening to your friends and family. Start listening to yourself. What are you feeling? Write it down. Write it down. If you write it down, then you have marked a period in history where things changed. And you have the option to continue that change if as a conglomerate, as a whole, a collective, we can see that every single one of us are experiencing that together. If the majority and the culture and the, and the times have the upper hand, there will be an end. I promise you. In 10 years from now, there will be an end to coronavirus. There will be an end to all of these things. And we will start a new revolution into a new period, which sounds amazing, sounds great, wonderful. Ooh, great. Corona's behind us. But the reality is it ends a period of us. It's like a tease. We get it so much and then it's ended. And because there aren't enough of us collectively coming together to say, here's what we're evolutioning here's how we're we're evolving i made up a word there because there's not enough of us together to say that it's very easy to say okay here's the end of this period now on to the next they're already talking about our 2000s early 2000s as a period that is a scary thing we're not even dead and they're talking about the period take that into account stop reading and researching the now of what the majority is saying and start researching and reading into the now of what your people and you are saying. That is how we revolutionize and that is how we actually evolve instead of continuing to fall into these compartments of period after period after period after period. Become the individual revolution and allow the individual's revolution to remain, not allow all of a sudden the individual's revolutionary period to become society's history.